God is good. All the time. All the time. Amen. As they approached Jerusalem and came to Bethpage on the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent to his disciples, saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and at once you will find a donkey tied there with her coat by her, by her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, say that the Lord needs them, and he will send them right away. This took place to fill what was spoken through the prophet. Say to the daughter Zion, See, your king comes to you, gentle and riding on a donkey, and on a coat, and a foal of a donkey. The disciples went and did as Jesus had instructed them. They brought the donkey and the coat and placed their cloaks on them, for Jesus set on. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road, while others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. The crowds that were ahead of him and those who followed him shouted, Hosanna to the Son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest heaven. When Jesus entered Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred and asked, Who is this? The crowds answered, This is Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth in Galilee. This time I'd like to go to God in prayer. Randy Davis, would you lead us in a word of prayer, please? Amen. You may be seated. The crowds that went ahead of him and those that followed him shouted, Hosanna to the son of David. We'd like to preach just a few words uh, this morning upon Hosanna, Hosanna. Here we are on Palm Sunday. As Christians, I believe every Sunday is special. Every day, amen? I also believe every day that God gives you breath is special, amen? But as a church in Christianity, as we follow through in the eyes of God, we look at the week of the Holy Week as being a very spiritual time for us to become more and more close to God and learn more about what God did for us, how God sent His only begotten Son to die for us and for what He had to go through during this Holy Week. Now, Palm Sunday... As a Sunday, we as Christians look upon as a day of that wonderful day where everybody was loving Jesus. Amen? They couldn't get enough of him that day. They thought he was going to be the king, the king that they wanted, the type of king that they wanted to rule over their, their land. They thought that he was going to be completely opposite of what he'd already told them he was going to be. And they wanted to rejoice and have great rejoicing and feeling that spirit. The disciples play a key important part, a role, in Palm Sunday. Lord knows the disciples had their own faults. Amen? They made a lot of mistakes. They did things that I'm sure Jesus just wanted to scratch his head and say, what in the world are they thinking? Why in the world are they doing that? Why are they behaving in such a way? Because they had seen Jesus do some wonderful things, hadn't they? They had seen him turn the water into wine. He'd been able to, be, to have the lane to be able to walk. They had seen him do some miracles that was beyond belief. And they had followed him every day and walked with him every day and seen all the things that he had done. You would have thought that the disciples would have thought Jesus could do no wrong, wouldn't you? For everything that they laid their eyes upon. Praise be to God today. If you've turned your heart and life over to Jesus Christ, 
you are a disciple of Jesus, aren't you? You are someone that is following after Jesus. You are someone that is saying, this morning, I make faults, amen? I do things that I shouldn't do. I act in ways that I shouldn't act. But praise be to God, I have seen God do some wonderful things in my life. I truly believe today when we were singing this song, didn't that song just touch your heart? We are blessed. We are blessed for what God has done for us and given to us. We as Christians here on Palm Sunday, we need to realize that, don't we? Even with all of our faults and even with all of our shortcomings, aren't you glad today to know that God still loves you? And that God would go through the Holy Week all over again just for you. Isn't that a blessing? Isn't that wonderful to know that love that God had for you? Well, on, the, on Palm Sunday, you see, the disciples had to do some things and put into action some qualities that God had laid in their heart and their life. And they had to have some faith in God. I believe you're what with God, if you don't have faith, you're really going to stumble, aren't you? That faith of having in God and believing in God is that key ingredient that sort of keeps everything together. On Palm Sunday, the disciples had to do some things. There in Matthew 21, 1 through 3 that we read to you just a few moments ago, they were told, untie them and bring them to me. The first thing the disciples had to do is it just had to do it. What does that say? Just had to do it. Well, one of the things the disciples had to do is they had to hear the word of God and just do it. Not overthink it. Just do what Christ asked them to do. Do you ever overthink things? I do. You're asked to do something and you, you're coming up with all the excuses of, well, I, why do I need to do it? Why am I being asked to do this? Why is God wanting me to do such and certain, certain things? On that day, the disciples could have said, well, maybe he's confused. Why does he want us to go get a donkey? Why would he want us to go to certain places and find a donkey and bring it back to him? They could have questioned Jesus over and over and over again. They could have said, are you sure you want us to go get a donkey? Why do you want us to go get a donkey? We haven't seen you on a donkey. Why do you want a donkey? Don't you want something better than a donkey? And you this morning say, well, that would be terrible if those disciples had acted like that. But folks, we do it all the time, including myself. Amen? What do you want me to do, Lord? Where do you want me to go? Who do you want me to witness to? Who do you want me to share your word? Are you sure, God, that I am the one that you want to use? Are you sure, God, that you want me to do it? And so often we just use this other great excuse. Somebody else is better than me. Use them, God. Them other people know all about donkeys, right? They know exactly what to do. They know how donkeys behave. Let them go get the donkeys. But what Jesus said to those disciples is, I need you to do it. You are the one that I am calling to do it. Just do it. And he says to them, I'm going to give you everything you need 
to fulfill and do what I've asked you to do. The disciples had everything that they needed to accomplish the task that God had given to them. What did they need to go get that donkey? All they needed was their two feet, didn't they? That's all they needed. They had everything that they needed was just to go and get that donkey because God had already given that to them. I truly believe today, as we shout, Hosanna to the Lord. Amen? Hosanna to the Lord. That God gives you everything you need when He calls you to do something. Do you realize that? We have a tendency not in believing that. We have a tendency not in believing that God is going to give us what we need. When our young man came up and sung this morning, when he blessed to know that God gave him a wonderful voice to sing, amen? And when you pray and God asks you to do something, I believe every one of you all are called to do something in the eyes of God. And this church is only going to be as strong as it's going to be if you take on what responsibility and task that God asks you to take. Are you willing to do it? Are you willing to use what God has given to you? Are you willing to say to yourself, God, you have given me what I need. God, I am willing to take what you've given me and I'm willing to go and do and take forward. One of the things disciples had to do is they had to take the first step and then what did they have to do? Take the next step, the next step, and the next step. I'm sure the first step was tough. Then the second step was what? A little easier. Third step was a little easier as they got closer and closer to getting there. Truly, I believe today on Palm Sunday and every day that God has called you to be something. God is expecting something from you, and He is going to give you what you need. What is He calling for you today? What is that call? What is He asking from you on Palm Sunday, and every day of your Christian walk, what is Christ causing you and asking you to be? Next, you have to complete the job. You know what that means? Complete the job. So here's the disciples. They've got their two feet that they need, right? One time over at Suffer Well, Sheila remember this. I don't know if any of the rest of you remember it. I had a young lady that said she would come to church if I wore pink Crocs to preach in. You know what I did? I wore pink Crocs, and she actually came to church one Sunday. Well, praise be to God, the disciples didn't have pink Crocs on, but they had their feet. They had been given what God had told them to do. Now, the disciples had to go to where the donkey was. I believe if God wanted to, he could have just said to those, that donkey, those donkeys and that colt, come to me, right? And I believe today what would have happened? I believe those, that donkey and that colt would have come to him. But he sent the disciples. The disciples was going to go do what God had asked them to do. They got there. And just think about this. Just think of the disciples walked all that way. They got to where that donkey was and that coat. They got there and then they said, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I should take, what's the guy going to think that I'm stealing those donkeys from, right? What is he going to say about me taking his donkeys? What is other people going to think 
Am I going to be arrested? Are they going to come after me? What's going to happen? So often we allow the devil to get in our brain, don't we? Does it ever happen? No, preacher. Oh, yes, it does. You overthink it, and you get ready to do something that God's asked you to do. You've used your feet that God has told you to use. You have got to the place where you need to be, and you get there, and the old devil overtakes you. One of the first sermons I ever preached in my life, I was prepared. I had my scripture. I had my points. I had everything ready to do. I got up in front of people, and I looked out, and I saw a few other preachers sitting out in the congregation that had come and heard me preach. But I heard them preach before, and they'd come to hear me preach that Sunday. And I looked out there, and I said, Oh, Lord, they can preach better than I can. Why did they come to listen to me? Why would they want to listen to me? And guess what? You're not going to believe this because you've never heard this happen ever before. I didn't know what to say. I was just froze. Just froze. And I remember to myself just saying, all right, just pray your way through it, right? And I said a prayer and was able to go on. But that happens to us so often, don't we? We, we get there. God's given us what we need. We get there to do his work. After we get there, we decide, well, I don't know if I can do the rest. I don't know if I can finish this up. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do the will. Well, praise be to God, the disciples went there, got the donkey, brought the donkey back to Jesus. And praise be to God, there was people that was able to see the witness of God. But then we see, as we've been doing all, all, all day today, all the crowd is there, and they're worshiping God, and they're saying what? Hosanna! Hosanna! To this man that's going to come and change our world. Hosanna to this person that is going to change how we live. Hosanna to the person that is going to give us everything that we need. Hosanna, not only is He going to be our God today and our Savior today, but He is going to be with us Every day. We said this this morning in Sunday school, but a lot of those people that was crying Hosanna, right? Were the same ones the next week saying, I wish I had a hammer to drive the nails in his hands and his feet. Crucify him. Crucify him. Today as Christians, we need to share with others about the greatness of God. Share with others about how this is only Palm Sunday and the Holy Week ahead. We're going to see so many things take place. As we come together on Friday night, I always look forward to the Good Friday service. Don't you all? All these different preachers. I had a preacher one time say, Preacher, are you afraid to have that many preachers at your church? Maybe they'll like one of the other ones to kick you out. Well, it ain't happened yet, and I don't think it's going to happen so far, Okay. But it is so good to hear all those different preachers talk about the last words of Christ as He hung upon that cross just for you and for me. During this Holy Week, we experience what being a Christian is all about. The pain and the agony that Christ had to go through for us to be able to live our Christian walk every day. Palm Sunday is a great day. Palm Sunday is a day that we are able to to feel the presence of God in our life. 
we're able to feel His peace in our life. But we have to be willing to do and be what God wants us to be and do. Today, I don't know what's going on in your life today, what's happening, but I do know something, that Jesus is with you. And He is calling each and every one of you to His service. Today, as you think about Palm Sunday, and as we go towards Easter Sunday, take that time to be humble just like Jesus. And humble yourself, and search yourself, and understand more about His love in your heart and in your life. We're going to invite you to stand as we sing your closing song. And if there's anything you'd like to pray about this morning, we invite you to do so right where you are, or we can pray with you around the altar as well. Let's all stand.